It is Sunday, January 29th at, oh my god, it just turned 9pm. I watched it turn. Welcome back to another episode of Unsimplified with me, Sienna. Um, today's episode is going to be a little different than usual because I feel like a lot of the things I talk about on here are from my learned experiences and especially last episode, but a couple other episodes too. It's um, usually me in communication with you guys talking you through some things that are thrown at you in life and trying to give my advice or opinion the best that I can. Fair warning, this episode will be about me. Um, but I think it's I think it's good that I open up because I'm hoping somebody can relate to this or feel better after hearing this. So a lot of people make content online regarding mental health once they've already gone through it and I think it's accepted to express the dark times after you've been through it but what may not be as praised online is people being vulnerable and openly admitting that they are struggling and right now they don't have an answer like I think people see that in a more fearful perspective than a congratulatory like you got through that queen so I want to tell you right now that I have been struggling a little bit and I have not come out the other side completely healed with wisdom and advice to share but I'm just going to tell you what I've been struggling with and the logic that I'm using to help me get through the emotional side of this experience. I jealousy in comparison pretty much sums it up and jealousy is something I'm ashamed to admit I feel but I am human and there's just simply not one person on this earth who hasn't felt that emotion in one way shape or form no no one is above jealousy nobody is above comparison we've all been there and right now like more than ever I've been struggling with comparing myself to others and feeling jealousy when I, I do not want to feel jealous. I want the people around me that are succeeding to succeed because anybody else succeeding in the same realm of what I'm pursuing is simply just a testament to something I can achieve myself. So in the next couple of months while I am struggling with this, I want to build my awareness to help aid my growth to then put me on the other side of this emotionally. But right now, I'm still caught up in all the emotions of it. And I feel like the universe is testing me because I am aware that I'm struggling and that this is something that I'm not letting get the best of me, but more so something I want to confront. I just have to be aware of that and not let it take away from the emotional and current reality that I am trying to navigate through. Like I am human and it's not going to be perfect and jealousy is full of less than optimal emotions it's you know can be anger sometimes can be envy it can be sadness it can be insecurity lack of confidence whatever it is and it can be applied to like certain elements of your life and I also think there's shame around identifying emotions because as humans we think like oh if I'm feeling jealous that makes me a jealous person no, you can experience a feeling without it identifying who you are. Feelings are supposed to pass through you. They don't make you up as a person. So 
Regarding jealousy, you might be a little confused as to what I have been jealous about or the comparisons that I'm making here. Um, But essentially, I think everyone has felt this to an extent. If, If you're on social media, you're comparing your lives to either your peers, who you went to high school with, people in your career, people that maybe you were finding similarity with and measuring yourself against as somebody similar to you that now has totally like you know blown up and skyrocketed their career and maybe you're in the exact same place and that measure of time just feels so suffocating because what they did in maybe a month or something seems to have come to them with ease and it may be something that you're struggling to accomplish so I think what has really amplified this recently in my life is or where I saw it more come to the surface in my life is ever since I moved to New York City. Now, I love New York City. I I truly don't want to live anywhere else for the foreseeable future. Don't tell my mom. Um, I just think it has so much to offer. I love the walkability, so much history, culture, art, food, discovery. Like, you could live here for 10 years and still not see everything, which is what I love. But Moving here and being in the content creator space and doing that as my job has kind of doubled down on me because so many people here are doing the same thing. And also just moving in general takes you out of your your previous environment. And your environment is a huge factor in shaping you, in your growth, in how you feel safe like if your body can feel like it can relax or it has to operate in survival mode and that's another thing that New York City has you know pushed me into is a little bit of of a survival mode because it's a new environment so I don't have the same people around me I don't have the same routines the same places when I lived in Boston last year I had a pretty wide support system And kind of different environments of people to surround myself in. So I had my roommates. I lived with two of my best friends, Megan and Elise. And they're not really on social media at all. They do their own thing. But I've also been friends with them like my whole life. So so our friendship goes so deep. In Boston, I also had my parents. So if I wanted that feeling of safeness, feeling nurtured, go home can have that feels like a nice refreshing break and then Kendall also lived in Boston last year too so I had my friend who pushed me creatively we bonded over our careers in social media bonded over our love for fashion for thrifting she really fulfilled a lot of my creative endeavors and just made me super excited about exploring you know that social media creative fashion side of me that maybe Megan and Elise couldn't get So my network was wide, my environment was wide, and I had a pretty good balance, which I'll say now I perhaps was taking for granted. So then when I moved to New York City, I moved in with Kendall and my other roommate, Shauna, who we all met through TikTok, so social media is our first commonality that brought us together. But then since moving here, the people that I've met have been through TikTok, so my my social circle expands deeper into the social media realm and it's really hard to meet people naturally 
So for me, it's been feeling like I work on my social media all day. I talk to my roommates about social media. We have the same career goals. We desire the same opportunities. I go out to the bars, but I'm meeting other people that I don't live with, but I met through social media. So if I'm not talking about it, they're talking about it, which then in turn makes me think about it. And then if I'm not creating, maybe they're creating. And it's just like, it's hard to escape when I'm having to kind of build a new foundation here. And the only thing that I really have access to kind of reaching out and networking with new people is through the social media space, which is a privilege. And I'm so, so grateful to have the platform I have and the opportunities that I've had through growing it. But previously, social media and the social media world was one aspect of my life where now it envelops pretty much all aspects of my life. So because of this constant consistency of it surrounding me nonstop and seeing what other people are doing nonstop or seeing them in real life and hearing about what they're doing behind the scenes, it trickles down into the subconscious and you start to compare you compare to what they're telling you, and then you compare it to what you're seeing online. I hear about somebody that maybe doesn't take social media super seriously and is making like three times the amount of money that I am when I'm putting in, you know, hours of work from dusk till dawn into working on my social media. Or I hear someone that, you know, just started TikTok two months ago and they blew up to two million followers and they have all these crazy opportunities and brand deals and meeting all these new people and it really undermines the work that I've been doing like over a long period of time and like it shouldn't but we, we are logical beings and the social media world is so unpredictable and the timing of everyone's path and growth is so 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 different growth to fame and longevity of career too like if it's if they're like a creator like Trisha Paytas who will do this like forever or somebody that rises and falls pretty quick like Christine Sidelko for example like where's she been anyways my point to say is that you know we're logical human beings we're subject to comparison especially in a field like this where there's no specific like stairs to like level up like it's so left and right all over the place like you know, two spikes up on the graph, major plateau, maybe you dip down really far and then you spike back up again. Like so inconsistent with not not even just financials. I just mean like consistency at which things come your way, consistency in which you see views, support, where you're seeing the like fruits of your labor. Just all around as a whole, being a content creator, influencer is just so inconsistent so there's no specific like textbook to follow to see if you're doing this right or if you reach the next level. So I think with that as well, the comparison is just like, you know, double underlined and in bold. But in reality, we are all on our own paths as people outside from content creators or influencers. And you just have to trust that. And it's hard when you wake up every day and feel like you're putting your all into it emotionally, creatively, time, energy, whatever, and it perhaps doesn't yield what you were imagining, but it's like such a simple concept that is so hard to believe and implement that 
everything happens for a reason. Your path is your path. You are right where you are supposed to be. Whether you like it or not, you're here for some reason. Like think about a time where you were like, you know, head over heels for a guy that you were like praying to the Lord, like, please, like, I'll do anything. Like, I want to be with him so bad. Like, I don't understand why, like, I can't be with him. Like, why is this not working out? And then years down the line later, you're like, holy fuck, why did I ever want to be with them? I'm so glad they didn't work out. If my wish had come true from two years ago where I was begging the Lord to have me end up with him, like, I would be real bummed because, like, now that I've grown and had clarity, like, I didn't even want that. It's, like, the same thing with your path. Like, you may think you want something now, but maybe you'll grow to realize you don't or you'll realize, hey, you had to go through that relationship to then be put in the position to meet your future husband or you had to be on this certain timeline of growth in your career because you had to learn a lot and you had to be secure in yourself before you were creating a brand or, you know, whatever it is. Like being an influencer or a content creator is just essentially marketing yourself as a brand. So it is so incredibly hard not to put so much of your identity and self-value into numbers or into comparison because it doesn't always feel like a business operation, but a blow to who you are as a person if you're not getting the same opportunities or support or recognition or views or whatever it is. Like, logically, we know as people, like, it's not personal. It's, like, algorithms and other random shit. But it is literally an extreme sport to separate logic and emotion when it affects you like this, especially when your, like, self-perception and identity is intertwined. So it's it's just, like, a multi-layer, a multi-layer process and a career that trickles down so deeply it's not just something you really shut off like nine to five because it's slowly curating kind of your perception of who you are as a person because you're marketing yourself that way now I do not want to compare this to a nine to five or any other like corporate job out there because influencing and being a content creator by any means is not a hard job let me repeat that again Influencing and content creation, being online, is not a hard job. It is literally one of the easiest jobs you can do. You can do it from anywhere. Like, a baby can be a fucking influencer content creator. Like, anybody can do it. Obviously, there's privilege and access, but you get what I'm saying. However, I was talking to my therapist about this point, and I was saying, like, I know it's not a hard job, so why is it, like, so deeply like trickling down into it almost feels like my worth or like emotionally how I go about every day and she was saying it's because it's such an inconsistent you know dopamine hit and a career path to go down so it's like a toxic relationship of like intermittent reinforcement from like the algorithm or working with brands or views or support from your followers like you know sometimes they can be so hot and cold actually let me actually fact check the definition of intermittent reinforcement alexa what is intermittent reinforcement according to an alexa answers contributor 
Intermittent reinforcement is the delivery of a reward at irregular intervals. The subject does not receive a reward each time they perform a desired behavior or according to any regular schedule but at seemingly random intervals. Okay, exactly what I meant. So, essentially, it's just like eternal, it's just like battling the eternal repercussions of of intermittent reinforcement which is just like an impossible game to play like think of an ex-boyfriend or like some guy that you were snapchatting and like sometimes they'll reply really really fast and they're super engaged and other times they'll leave you on red for eight hours and you know sometimes they'll send you five messages sometimes they'll send you one word and no matter on how you behave their responses and consistency are always unpredictable like that fucks with you it also makes you like want it a little more because you're trying to gain the consistency you're trying to gain the understanding as to why it or they are acting as so but then another part of you wants nothing to do with it because it's so emotionally exhausting and when this is not a boyfriend and this is a career that you're passionate about and you really want to make work it feels super suffocating like you're stuck and you can't run away because it's still a goal you are working towards and you have the desire to work towards but the path to get there is just like fucking an incline one minute rocky road the next suddenly you're approaching a glacier and you need ice picks to climb it like you just never know what's going to be thrown at you next and then it's also hard to prepare for said course um because i've been feeling this way like really recently i've had probably two mental breakdowns where like i've cried on the floor and i've just felt like i'm a failure and i want to give up because everything i do is not good enough to everybody else that is doing it and doing it better than me um and i got one video on my for you page by dylan truskin i think her name is i think it was like her backup or something um but she was essentially explaining the same situation that I've been explaining and she was also saying like it's so hard too when like a lot of the compliments other people receive or you receive are based on your looks and then like you know you have friends that are getting great comments about how pretty they are and they're gaining so many followers but then you check your social media every day and you're losing followers. It's like hard to not pinpoint that back to who you are as a person or like how you look. She goes into more depth with it on her TikTok, but I'm so glad she posted that because I was feeling really, really super alone in my feelings because I felt very selfish and like silly or like not allowed to feel this way because it feels shallow. It feels like... I don't think I should be feeling that way. It feels super evil not to be happy for your friends 24-7. Like, you can be happy for your friends after you take care of yourself and your emotions first. Like, let yourself hurt if you hurt. Unpack what that means and use it as a learning experience. And then when you can get to the other side of those emotions, you can show support and be happy for your friends. Which, like, logically, like, I wish I could write this on the inside of my eyelids and like digest it and operate that way. But like I'm not on the other side of this yet. Like right now I'm still experiencing 
experiencing these emotions and trying to unpack why I feel it, why I feel that way. Like, does my content not align with my values? Like, do I need to go about strategy different? Or am I doing everything very authentically and as I should be? And just maybe this is the path that I'm on and I have to trust that it will work out for me if it's supposed to work out for me. But I just haven't worked through it all yet. So I'm not really on the other side of these emotions to separate from and want to willingly engage in these conversations about, you know, social media or what other people are doing or be happy for all of my friends that are doing great, amazing things. And I still feel guilty saying that because my friends deserve everything. They really do. So I shouldn't let any of my negative emotions affect, you know, the celebration they should be having for their success. I also think I need to kind of set more boundaries for myself and delve into other hobbies or realms where I can meet people that I did not meet through social media or I share other hobbies with or passions with that I can enjoy without social media being involved at all like friends to go running with maybe I'll join a club softball team because I grew up playing softball and like I can have friends that are just for that and that's an escape for me that doesn't involve social media at all um another video that I watched today actually which inspired me to make this episode of the podcast was a video from Leah's field notes she's a youtuber and I think it's called POV, you're jealous and overconsuming at 2 a.m. or something. But she pretty much experienced, or she pretty much like talked through all the same things that I was talking about. She was saying how she like moved to Paris last May and she had noticed so many other YouTubers were moving to Paris at that time too. And she was just like adjusting to things and working through her own stuff, but all these other Paris vloggers that went there were putting out so many more videos than her editing faster getting more views getting more opportunities and like exploring more of France and like she felt like super behind and just like kind of drowning in her work or her lack of success in comparison to these other people so I think it reveals itself differently in everyone's life but essentially has the same bottom line for all of us and for half of it it's just a false narrative we're making up in our heads like she was creating her own reality by telling herself she was falling behind or telling herself she wasn't good enough when maybe that's not true at all maybe these youtubers hired editors and maybe they were faking these trips or you know whatever it was she didn't know the full truth on it all, but was still suffering independently from observations she was making herself when she didn't have the full picture, which is also what I'm doing to myself. So I relate to her and it's like as much as you can bring awareness, it's not easy to escape. It's conscious and it's a lot of effort to work towards. But like I said earlier in this episode, I think this is something that the universe is saying, hey, you're approaching your mid-20s, girl. This is something you haven't really 
come into contact with like jealousy in comparison like maybe you experienced that growing up in certain situations but you've never face on confronted it and worked through it and tried to grow through it and get to the other side of it with wisdom and knowledge compassion in the past I've pushed it away or have held on to the negative emotions where I ended up resenting somebody because I was jealous or compared myself to them which maybe led to my own demise and lack of confidence in performing or something so the universe is handing it to me again because in the past I have not perfected this which there's not pressure for me to perfect it now but an opportunity for me to learn a lesson so I'm hoping that Although I am suffering right now and I might cry some nights, like, I am learning. And that's life. I gotta learn fucking lessons, man. Um, also, like, the most recent time that I experienced, like, a full-on spiral cry sobbing on my floor meltdown, after I stopped crying and calmed myself down a little bit, I decided to journal about what I was feeling because like there's going to be surface level feelings like oh my god like why did she get that and not me or like why is she doing so much better than me like blah 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 whatever the certain instance or event it involves around there's underlying emotions and thoughts that you feel about yourself in there and that's what you have to get to so when I was journaling I realized these thoughts and feelings are why am I not good enough I don't feel worthy and it took a lot for me to write those words on paper because I like I don't wholeheartedly believe those phrases because I don't think I'm not worthy as a person. I I think I may not be worthy in this specific field of content creation because it seems like everybody else is finding success easy. Even just hearing myself say that, I'm like, fucking look in the mirror, girl. You have so much to be grateful for. And gratitude helps immensely with like, taking you out of these toxic thought cycles like i i have succeeded thus far so why is it that i'm focusing on the lack of instead of the abundance of everything that i have done if you asked me two years ago or showed me two years into the future to right now and saying hey you moved to an apartment in new york city you're doing content creation full-time you have tiktok youtube podcast and you got followers on all of them people are listening and excited for you to post i would be like fucking that's my dream girl like i did it then like i did it and like what am i waiting for anyway to like no one gives you like a badge that says hey you finally made it like it's up to you to determine if you've made it it's that's not really a race you want to run it's just a race to feeling like you've made it you define the definition you define what you made it means for you in your life so that's something I personally have to figure out because if I can identify that and stick to that and write that down as like this is what it means if you've made it then I can stay true to my values and not wander off or be like well maybe if uh like well I have accomplished everything on my I've made it list but now they're doing that maybe i want to add that too no you had a specific ideal of what it mean of what it meant of what it means to have made it like stick to that trust yourself learn to reach a goal and be satisfied and not always be looking for the next thing that's the part of gratitude you need to like emphasize in your life it will make your life more enjoyable to live when you are grateful for everything And it's something that I need to do more of too. 
I try to do gratitude like a list every morning, but I say I do it probably like two or three times a week. So I just need to do it more. It's consistency and it will build up a a thought pattern in my brain, which will prime me to be looking at things in a more grateful manner. I also think like talking to yourself out loud helps a lot because a lot of the times when we're like sitting with ourselves, it's our subconscious mind talking and a lot of stuff can like slip in there. Like, oh, they got more likes because they're hotter than you. Like you would never say that to yourself out loud. It's just your subconscious mind, like that little devil that like sneaks in there. Like if you were talking to yourself out loud, you would catch that and be like, well, that's not what I actually think. Like you have you have logic to you. So kind of break out of the like subconscious thoughts sometimes and talk to yourself and practice talking to yourself nicely out loud. So then in turn, it's digested into your subconscious and maybe your subconscious will start talking nicer to you as well. Also, here's something. This is a note for myself, but also another little tip. You have to give yourself props and learn how to congratulate yourself. You need to learn how to celebrate yourself. When is the last time you celebrated yourself? Probably like a birthday. Birthdays are fun. But are you really sitting on your birthday and thinking about how proud of yourself you are for turning the new age? Maybe some of you, depending. But birthdays are kind of masked with cake presents and a party and not so much the internal gratitude of being able to live another year. So try to make efforts elsewhere where you're congratulating yourself, you know, not just to turn another year, but congratulating yourself for accomplishing a new goal congratulating yourself for doing the nice thing, congratulating yourself for working out every day this week. It doesn't have to be something super big. It's more of just like bringing awareness. Like maybe you have a nice little self-care night one night and buy yourself a bottle of wine. Bringing awareness to congratulating yourself is kind of like the inner parent that you need Because if you were growing up and you never heard like I'm proud of you or like congratulations, you were always looking for the next thing to prove or gain some type of recognition, which you then in turn can be operating from in a grown up world. So if you start congratulating yourself more or celebrating yourself more, you will feel like, you know, the work that you've been working towards all week or the goals that you've set your body in the future or like you as a person in the future are being appreciative for what you did in the past to get yourself there and you're building that trust within yourself to know that hey like we accomplished that last time congrats it makes you feel it makes you feel accomplished and successful and will give you confidence to then maybe do it again But it can also be used as a benchmark of like rest because you can't just always keep go, go, going. You need to congratulate yourself, celebrate yourself and take a break to then refresh and do it again or work towards something else if that's what you want to keep doing. But if you keep letting your accomplishments go unrecognized, you will just keep looking for more things to accomplish and essentially you will just never be satisfied. I think jealousy in comparison trace back to feeling the lack of wanting something different or something more. So if we integrate practices on appreciation and gratitude, 
We will be less likely to compare or be jealous because we will be satisfied with what is present in our lives. And like, I can talk all day. I can give you advice all day, but it's hard to take my own. Like I said, I can I can have the logic, I can have the awareness, but it's hard to apply. And this podcast for me is very therapeutic in a lot of ways because it's helping me hear myself talk and work through this these realizations. And I think it's helping me grow and level up to working through the emotions and hopefully getting to the other side where I can be in a place of gratitude and appreciation and not struggling and not being jealous and not comparing. But I'm just not there right now. And that's okay. That's just life. That's my path. That's my current state of being is I'm struggling a little bit. We all struggle and we all struggle in different ways. And it's not something that we should be shamed for because it is a universal human experience so as much as you would be there for your friends and understand them you also have to be understanding and be there for yourself in leah's video from leah's field notes she was saying that she keeps a picture of her younger self as a little kid next to her bed and she'll talk to that photo to practice being nicer to herself and expressing compassion to herself and I think it's a really good tip I know it was like a trend on TikTok for a minute to like put a picture of yourself on your mirror but like aside from the trend there is definitely some some truth and and validity to it um I feel like I need to find a picture of myself I don't think I have a printed one but I am going home this week so maybe I'll go find one I talked a lot about myself this episode so I would love to know ways in which this has affected you or if you related to this at all I hope like I was gonna say I hope this resonated but like I hope you're not struggling I just mean like I hope that if you are struggling it resonated in a positive way to give you some type of hope clarity or some sense of like safety but I also would love to hear from you guys too because I have been feeling pretty alone in this feeling and a lot of people like put on a little mask and don't like to talk about it because it is a shameful kind of feeling and people don't want to be seen as imposters but I'm gonna be honest I feel like a fucking imposter every day of my life like my career is literally made up made up it's just made up so I don't even know what I'm doing half the time I literally am just like playing pretend every day and I'm supposed to hope that works <laughs> um my last piece of honesty here will be that as a content creator slash influencer, I have not made money in three months. <laughs> so I think the financial aspect on top of all of this really just like sent me into my spiral recently. But that is part of the inconsistency of this career path I have chosen, which is also a major, major privilege. So, uh, if any brands are out there listening to this, your girl's pockets are drying up. Literal lint. Lint. Dust bunnies filling my pockets. Dry as ever. So, don't be shy. I'll create you a nice little video or something, okay? But I also wanted to say that too because 
a, a lot of influencer and social media people don't talk about the money thing. And I don't know how y'all are perceiving me online, but it's not, I'm not rolling or nothing. <laughs> I literally haven't made money from social media in like three months. Um, the money that I'm surviving off of is from my vintage clothing business and like my savings. So like we're not in the green, okay? <laughs> but I have to accept and trust the universe that I hopefully will be rewarded for my efforts in what I'm doing right now and it will all fall into place down the line and I'll figure it out but yeah I don't fucking know I'll fucking figure it out I guess I'm getting too tired I'm like falling asleep it's now like 10 o'clock and it is my bedtime I've been going to bed like so early at like 9 30 so 10 is like I have one eye closed already I've also been trying to wake up at 6 a.m. recently because I love the quiet in the morning. I just feel like on top of the world. And I recently have been going down to like Domino Park and um, I can watch the sunrise there. The sunrise is actually like the sun rises behind me when I'm facing the park, but it's really cool to watch the sun hit all the buildings in Manhattan. And that is one of those moments where gratitude literally like floods my body. I'm like, holy fuck, I'm living a dream right now. This is literally a movie. So doing more things like that, I think, will help me too. Um, Alexa, set my alarm for 6.30 a.m. Okay, so I said 6.30. It's okay. We're working towards... Okay, we've talked way too long. I've talked, your ears, I've talked your ear off, but yeah. Uh, go on, DM me. I want to talk to you. <laughs> Instagram is simply.sienna. Follow Unsimplified Pod. YouTube is Sienna Filippi. TikTok is S S I I E N A. And I will talk to you next time. Um, what's my outro? I forget. I'm too tired. Okay, love you. Bye.